Hello everyone. Welcome. The last time I recorded, we talked about pride and ego. How pride and ego has a way to consume you. To run your life. To think the way you do. Because we allow pride and ego to get out in our way of life, especially making decisions. And when we do that, pride and ego is what makes it their life, not yours. Pride and ego is, it destroys people. And we allow it. But we don't only have to worry about pride and ego. We have to worry about our self-esteem. Having low confidence within ourselves not believing that we are capable of everything and anything. Because society has a way of saying to you, you're not capable of, of things. I remember as a child, I wanted to become a nun because I thought that it was cool that for me to be a good kind human being was the meaning of being a nun and then I realized that I didn't have to become a nun to be a good person and be kind to others that I had those things inside of me already but I did let the world convince me that if I wanted to be a good person, kind, that the only way that I can do that was to become a nun. And the reason that I'm giving you this example is because we feel to be accepted within ourselves, that we need to follow that thing that represents our inner side. And sometimes we make wrong choices because of it. I'm so glad that I decided not to be a nun. I'm so glad that I decided to follow my journey. Not because it was going to really represent me, but it was about the choice that I made within myself. It was about me feeling good and peace and happy in the decisions that I made. Have I made bad decisions? Absolutely. 
Have I felt bad and uncomfortable because of it? Absolutely. But the mistakes that I've done was minimum. It wasn't anything tragic, which I'm so grateful for. But still, I made those decisions. And I'm realizing it by making them that they weren't the right, the right decisions that I made. You see, society wants us to be hard on ourselves. Society wants us to make things difficult because they win when we make our life complicated. And everyone goes to devastation and go through difficult, difficult issues. And sometimes they can't even find a solution. And it's not that there is none. There is. But you just got to find it. Because everything is inside of you. I feel so sad when I meet people who think they don't have answers. Being a mother, being a working mother, being a single mother, mother that's married, feel that there's no answers for her, but there is. Because like I said it before, all the answers are inside of you. You just gotta open up and find them. We're so good punishing in ourselves that I laugh when people say, which I don't like to use the word God, but I use it because everybody can identify better with that word. But when God says he's going to punish you and in reality, that's not true because you punish yourself a great deal and you're good at it. We do so many things within ourselves to make our life and our journey so difficult. And that's because we have no other way to learn. Because we haven't been taught any other way. But what society has taught us. We all need someone to talk to. I get it. But sometimes we have to be aware of the people that we do talk to. Professional, non-professional. Their lives are not as well as it should be, neither. But that's because they also don't know that their answer is inside of them. So how do we get there? How do I learn these things? By taking a chance of growing and learning. To learn shouldn't cause a cent. 
these lessons should be free because these lessons are just that lessons that we all need to learn if I wanted to make a cake out of scratch I would talk to someone that knows how to make it from scratch because I know that person can teach me and we have to really realize who can teach me but if you're going to put value and money on you teaching me then are you really giving me everything or are you just giving me a little bit so I can constantly go back and give you more money you know something I know that we all have to survive in this world believe me I know and sometimes that's people's job is to help you find yourself is to help you deal with the anger and frustrations and the negative you carried because they were once there and I can go around the world and teach this to everyone and it'll be a job and I'll get paid for it believe me I get it I get it but what I don't get is that the same tools that you know you have inside of you why don't you let the people know that they have those same tools why don't you teach them how to open up those tools so they can stand up on their own and learn how to find their own answers and don't have to depend on anyone to get those answers and that is the purpose for people to be free and independent we are all slaves of this system everybody talks about the slaves centuries ago and talk about the Jewish the African Americans and yes they suffer a great deal because they were so cruel to them and the human race was savages when it came to them and it can't compare to now the only difference is that we being a slave is completely different than the torment and the suffering that they had but we are all slaves and we're becoming more the system doesn't really work as much as it should in many ways 
in many ways they failed us. So many things are happening. And this government knows what they're doing. Because all of a sudden the people forgot about those kids that are locked up and being used and abused in so many different ways. Because we worry about now the federal. He stopped. And everybody's concentrating on that. And when are they going back to work? Because they have to take care of their family, feed their family, and pay bills. So now we don't have time to think about those children that are still locked up. Because we have something else to worry about. And they know. And soon it'll be something else. Because that's what they do. And they continue doing it. Because we're supposed to forget. It's like the saying said, I forgive and I'll forget. No, I don't agree to that. I will forgive, but I can't forget. So we always have to find ways of looking at things and dealing with these things. But unfortunately, we can't close our eyes for a second, for a minute. So the world makes it, I'm sorry, not the world, the system makes it difficult. Because everyone always has to worry. Can they afford their rent? their bills and they don't have any time they don't have anything honestly not only do they don't have anything but they don't have time to think about anything because we are so consumed in trying to live and little by little it's being taken away from us and there's nothing that we can do because we choose not to and it's like it's like somewhere somehow that the system is waiting for a revolution to happen but it feeds us so much negativity it feeds us to have pride and ego. It feeds us to be insecure. It feeds us not to be confident, not to believe in yourself, to be afraid to stand up for yourself, to speak up, to show what is wrong people in the system so they cover it up all the time for something more in the news that will get you to think that will 
get you to have fear. And then we're only human. We don't want to think about those things. We want to think about other things. So some of us go out there and get drunk. And some of us go and use drugs. And some of us go have affairs. And some of us just hide. And some of us choose to be completely blind. And I'm not saying that it should be your main focus. What I'm saying is be aware. Don't let it hit you and shock you. Because when it does, you'll be so panicked that you don't know what to do or how to do it. But if we are aware, it prepares us to our next step to do. And I'm asking is open your eyes. That's all. And yes, there's a lot of work that we have to do within ourselves. We have to build our self-esteem, our confidence. We need to believe in ourselves. We need to know that we're important, that we matter, that we're special, that you're here for a purpose, that you have a reason to be here, that all of you has been given tools and gifts, and the gifts that you have, you are supposed to use it and show it and share it. There is so many ways to share. And that's what we need to understand. Because when we do, and we give those kids forward, we feel better. When I look at the children in the system, I see how lost they are. And it worries me. Because these children are our future. And if they already have anger, frustration, and they're mad, imagine them growing up with that. And the damage that they would do to others and the creating these children we will not have a future because believe me I would not want to live at that time but we're losing our children also to the system parents has allowed themselves to lose control with their children because now you you can't hit them you can spank them 
but you can hit them, which I don't know. What is the difference? I get it that a child should not have a black eye. A child should not be tormented. A child should not die because somebody beat them to death. I get that. But once in a while, they need to be smacked so they can wake up. And parents need to give discipline to their children. And parents should stop talking to their children like they're adults. Allow them to be children for five years before they enter kindergarten. Because that's when their world starts. But everybody wants their child to be known as pre-K. He can read, he can write. Because that's what's important for them. Education is important. And why is it important? Because we live in a world that you need your education to survive out in this world. But education is not everything, neither. Children need to learn how to bring compassion, understanding, giving, love, to feel peace so they can share that towards others. But when you raise your children and you neglect them because you're too busy looking at who's looking at you and you're too busy trying to look cute, this goes for men and women, that you neglect your children. You have these children because you chose to. And if you didn't choose them, and you still have them, then be still responsible for them. You are their teachers. You are here to teach them to become better, not to become worse and evil. That is not the purpose. But everybody is in a hurry to have something, to be in a relationship, whether it's good or bad, for men and women. Everybody needs someone to fulfill them, to make them feel happy, to make them, be, to make them feel satisfied. And that's the mentality that humans have. No one is here to make each other happy. You're here to make yourself happy. And when you can make yourself happy, without a word, but your action will make that person or the person be happy. But we don't get that. Because we're so selfish when it comes to the world and so greedy when it comes to the world that we don't take time to look at these things because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. And then we get, you get involved with these men that you hardly don't know. 
and some of these children end up dead or rape because you needed desperately to have a man. And a man gets so desperate to have a woman that later on he finds out that she's crazy. She's obsessive. She treats his kids bad. And then you got nerve to get mad at these people when the first person you should be mad at is yourself for not getting to know who and what you are first and fulfilling the needs that you need to fulfill within yourself and not depend, depending on anyone to give you those things. There are things that we have to learn to give ourselves and we choose not to because we want others to give it to us, which is completely messed up. No one has to give you anything. And if they don't, because you feel you demanded, no, it doesn't work like that. But there are people that feel they're entitled to these things. And you're not if you have not worked within yourself. If I choose to help a person, I do it because I know that it's the right thing to do. I don't do it because, oh, God is going to bless me. Oh, I'm going to seem like a good person to that person. No. I'm doing it because I choose to do it, because I know it's the right thing to do it. I'm not doing it for that person to glorify me. That's ridiculous. It's unnecessary. But everybody does something for a purpose, for a reason. There's always a hidden agenda, completely. I dislike this so much. If I help you and the person says, Thank you for helping me. And you say, no, it's okay because, you know, I know someday if I, someday you'll help me. So it's like I helped you because I know someday you're going to help me. Like, oh my goodness, like really? <laughs> oh my God. Why do, you, why do you feel that because you helped that person, that person has to help you in return? Why? why what happens if that person can't help you? What happened if that person is not here? Then what? So when we do things because we want something in return, you're not going to get nothing in return. But you can keep waiting. When we do things for people, it's because it, we know it's the right thing to do and it makes us feel good. That's it. And if you can't do it, you can't do it, and that's also okay. Everybody feels that they will feel guilty if, if you say no to a person. But if you can't do it, you're being honest. And if that person decides to take it wrong or bad or like indifferent, and don't want to talk to you, dislike you, and how dare you, that's their problem not yours but we give too much 
into this system, into the people in this world. And we think that we have to feed them. No, it's not about feeding them. It's about helping them so they can learn how to feed themselves. Many of you handicap others from their growing, from being free. You cripple them because it makes you feel powerful and then you're the first one to complain. But you're still doing it. You're still enabling these people. But you're doing it for a purpose and a reason. But you don't want to look at it. And your way is, well, I'm doing it because I feel sorry and I'm a good person and I want to help out. Come on, man. There's a limit to everything in life. I've been there. I have helped people, but I know my limits. I know when that person is not growing. I know when that person chooses not to grow. I'm going to let you go. And I have to let you go because I'm not going to enable you. That's not my job. But if you're not ready to grow, then leave. And when you're ready to grow and learn, you may come back. But to hold somebody down because you think it's the right thing to do, it isn't. Not at all. Because you're doing it for your own selfish reasons. But you're not going to look at that. Oh no, God forbid you look at that. Absolutely not. Because you always want to play the part of being, oh, he or she is a good person. And you see, he plays the victim all the time. Yeah, well, he plays the victim all the time because you enable him to, him or her. And then you get mad. And then you talk garbage to other people about that person. But you put yourself there. So to me, you don't look like you're a good person. To me, you don't look like you're a kind person because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And sometimes we have to realize that we can't help them. You can't take an alcoholic, hold that person's hand and take him to an AA meeting if that person is not willing to go. So when do you know your limits? And do you think you're giving up? You're not giving up. What you're saying to that person is, if you're not ready to grow, then you need to be on your own and learn the things you need to learn on your own. And hopefully that if you do, you make your life better. And if you choose to be on your own, and you choose not to grow and learn, then that's the choice you made. Is it hard? Absolutely it's hard. It's hard to tell someone you love and care for that I can't do much for you. You know something, as sad and as messed up as it is, there are people that are dying of sickness. And as much as we want to help them, as much as we want them to live, no matter what we do, that person is destined to die. So all we can do is be there for that person until the last breath that they take. 
And that's how life is also. Sometimes we have to take our last breath to people that we find that we can't help. Because it stops our growth, it stops our journey. And our world becomes theirs. And my world doesn't exist anymore. And I can't be good to that person if I don't find out who and what I am. How can you help someone else and not help you? I don't get it. I'm sorry, I just don't. Because if we don't help ourselves, then we're going to be drowned with this person. That's not good. Even if it's a, a father, a mother, a brother, a sister, our children, our friends, or cousins, aunts, uncles. We have to reach a point where we have to be realistic and say, I don't know what to do. I can't do no more. Perhaps guide them where they can get help. But at the end, it's their choice to get that help. Honestly, it's not up to you. It's sad, but it's reality. And reality hurts. Believe me, I know. Reality can cause some deep, deep pain. And reality can not only cause deep, deep pain, but make you feel guilty. Could have, would have, should have. There's a story that I'm going to share. It's a true story. There was a girl, a young lady, and she lived with her mother. And her friends called her and said, hey, you want to go out tonight? And at first she said, no, no, I want to stay home. And her mother said to her, sweetie, go out. It's okay. Go out and have a nice time. You work very hard all this week. You need to, you know, settle and have a nice time somewhere. And the girl looked at her mother and said, you think so? And I said, yeah, sweetie, go ahead, go out and enjoy yourself. She said, okay, ma. She got dressed and she went out and she had a great time. And she was happy that her mother noticed how much she needed to go out, how much she needed to let go. When the girl came back home, the mother was sleeping in the sofa. So she goes in the room, she takes a shower, comes back, and decided to wake up her mother so her mother can go to bed, to her own bed. And she goes and she wakes her up. And when she touches her, she realizes she's cold. And she looks at her mother further. And then she realized that her mother died. 
and she cries hysterical. And she feels so guilty. She buries her mother. And every day she carries that guilt. So now she doesn't go out. Doesn't want to deal with anyone. Not even the friends that asked her to go out in the first place. Because she hates them. Because she feels if they didn't call, she would have been there for her mother. And she carries this for three years in her life. She doesn't date. She goes home, goes work, home, work. Because now she feels she doesn't deserve any happiness. Because she wasn't there for her mother. So someone tells her about me and she decides to see me. And before she decided to see me, she saw therapists, other people. And she took a chance to come to see me. And she told me the story. And as she told me the story, and I heard her, I looked at her and tears was running down her face. And I said to her, when your mother asks you to go, did you ever thought that? That the reason she asked you was because she didn't probably didn't want to see that you saw her died? That she wanted to spare that? And she didn't want you to think of her that day as dying, but that she wanted you to see it as a joyful time. And the young lady raised her head up and said, how can you say that? And I said, because you wasn't meant to be there. If you were, you would have been there, but you wasn't meant. And I believe that that's what your mother preferred. Not saying that she knew she was going to die, but her spirit knew. And the spirit knew that this is not what she would want for you. And for you to think that she died by herself, she didn't. She had her spirit, she had her angel, and your father picked her up. So she wasn't alone. The person that was really alone was you. Because you didn't allow anyone to be there for you and help you in this time because you pushed everybody away. But your mother had someone and for you to feel guilty that you wasn't there when she passed away. How about being, feeling great about the times that you live with her? 
things that you did, the laughter, the joy that brought to you both. Why do you feel that you're being punished? Because you was in vain when she passed away. It was never meant to be. Believe me, it wasn't. And I honestly believe that that's the way she wanted it. So for you to take her death as a punishment is sad. It's really, really sad. When at the time that you did, you should have looked at her and say, now you're in peace and you're free of pain and anguish. And I hope that you're happy and in peace now. But I'm here now. And she was right there hearing everything you had to say. But for you to feel guilty that you wasn't there for her, that is so sad. And that's not what she wanted from you. But that's what society teaches you, to feel guilty because you wasn't there, because you were selfish and all you cared was about yourself to go out and have a nice time. That's where society comes from. When here was a mother saying to you, go out and celebrate. Remember this day as a good day not as a bad day but you chose to look at it as a bad day and for three years you've been locked in a jail and you did that to yourself and you built up that jail and do you honestly believe that that's what your mother wants for you do you really believe that the love that she had for you the way that she was with you when she was living on this earth, that she will want the life that you have now. She put her head up and cried more. And as she was crying, she says, no, my mother would be very disappointed to know that I'm living the way I am. And I said to her, you're right. So how about living the life you are meant to live? So she can be proud of you and happy for you. And know you're going to be okay. And I remember saying, I remember her saying, okay, I wanna try. And I said, then let's try together. And now she's engaged to be married. So she tried, she succeeded. And now that every time she thinks about her mother, she puts a smile and a tear comes down, not because of guilt, 
but because of the good memories they shared and the love that she still feels connected to her mother. You know, we take tragic and death so hard. And I get it. I really do. But we close ourselves and we miss out on the most important things in life and the journey we had with these people. Even the anger that we had. No one says it's easy. But just like they had to pass away, we'll also pass away. But that's part of living and that's part of dying. Death is death. Is death a shocking? Yes. When you realize that a six-year-old kid has cancer that hasn't even started to live and enjoy life. And when a woman becomes a mother, finds out she has cancer, and she won't be there to raise her child. When you hear someone get hit by a car and died, or had a car accident, or was shot, or was brutally killed, yes, it's hard. But as hard as it is, remember that our path will probably will not go in those directions. But one thing for sure that will go in the same direction is that we will die. So everything society teaches us is not positive, but negative. And we have to learn how to work over it. We have to learn how to, to see the light in front of those difficult times in our lives. Just like we need to learn how to build our confidence, our self-esteem, believing in ourselves, knowing that we have a purpose, knowing that we're special, knowing that we mattered, and still knowing that you are all geniuses. When you give on when you give up on yourself, you give up on everything. And why would you do that? Why would you give up on yourself? Why do you allow situations to make you feel angry, upset? Why do you give up into this why do you give in to this system? Why do you get upset on the little petty things in life? Why do you waste your energy on things that doesn't really matter? Why worry about things that you have no control of? 
life is the unknown because every day is the unknown you don't know what's going to happen today so every day we get up we're opening the door to the unknown because that's our life the only thing we know is that we're getting up to go to work going to school or going out taking care of chores but you're still opening that door to the unknown so either you take a chance on the unknown or build a cage and never come out and like that you won't learn and grow you'll stay where you are these lessons that I taught today is all together from little bits and pieces that I have already spoke about we get so tired of things in this world in the system the world is beautiful because it is but it's the people that live in this world that makes it complicated but if you can look on top of a mountain and see the beauty that is shown or the waterfall or the blue blue color of the water where it shines and the trees the color of the trees and the mountains the way they shape how beautiful they look and how peaceful it is to be surrounded in those things and that's how we should all feel within ourselves and don't say it can't be no matter how corrupt how angry how upset how negative this system is you can always climb that mountain and see the waterfall see the mountain see the water breathe the air feeling close to the stars you can have that don't ever doubt that I have that 95% of the time and 5% I don't but I make it my business to have it 95% because that's what I control within myself and what I choose to have and that 5% belongs to the world out there that I have no control of of the system but I have control over me because when I open my door and go to the unknown nothing there is certain or for sure 
Nothing says I'll be home back soon. Or I might not be back home at all. But we take chances every day of our life opening that door and we do it and we go to the unknown. But we are so afraid to go to the unknown within ourselves and to know who and what we are because we allow pride and ego to get in the way our selfishness, our greed, our misery, unhappiness, our anger, our hatred and that's exactly what we all do I cannot force anyone to want to grow and learn. That is not my job to do. My job is to tell you it's here if you want to open that door. It's here if you choose to learn and grow. You have that choice. You either give it or not. And if you don't, that's okay. Hopefully in time, you allow yourself to open up. And hopefully in time, you meet someone that is sincere in helping you. That that person doesn't have an agenda to help you, manipulate you. And hopefully that someday you'll open your eyes and see the reality of the system and the people in it. Not everyone is bad. But the majority is, unfortunately. So if you continue closing your eyes, then don't get upset and angry at what comes to you. Because you chose not to see it. And you chose not to learn and grow. So I say to you, continue with having pride and ego and being selfish and self-centered, angry, hated. Because maybe you will never wake up. But what you choose not to learn in this lifetime, what you didn't learn in this lifetime, I guarantee you in your next lifetime, you have no choice but to learn it or keep repeating your lifetimes until you do learn. So, I say to you, be blessed and think. When you think, think with your eyes open, not with your eyes closed. Hopefully the next talk that I would like to talk about is about marriage.
thank you like always for taking time to listen I also want to tell you that when I do this podcast I'm not professional in doing it sometimes I might make a mistake or you might hear noise or little things here and there that you know might not be correct and just bear where bear bear with me until I get completely comfortable with what I'm using so I can get better and bringing you the best that I can in every sense of the word but honestly thank you for taking the time just to hear me that I appreciate very much and I hope that somewhere along the lines some of the lessons help you to see things to wake up that's all I can ask for and if you choose to get in contact with me the best way to get in contact with me is com. that's my website very simple it tells you how to get in contact with me and if you choose not to it's also okay it really is be good to yourself and don't be too hard enjoy your day sending love and blessings thank you again